Hey Climbers, Brent here. Are you ready to write your best songs ever? Are you ready to take that next step in your songwriting journey? Well, I want to help you with that. Listening to the Climb Podcast is a great way to get started on your songwriting journey and to learn the basics about the art, the craft, and the business of songwriting. But eventually, you're probably going to need the personal touch. You're probably going to need some one-on-one feedback, some advice, and some help reaching your songwriting goals. And that's what I want to help do for you. I want to help you write your best songs ever. And I want to help you learn the art, the craft, and the business of songwriting, of how to turn pro in your mind and in your behavior before you ever turn pro on paper, before you ever have the awards to hang on the wall. I want to give you the mindsets and the skills to earn that stuff. And so we'll dive into your questions and I'll give you honest answers. And I can help repair your song if it's already written but has a couple bugs and has some opportunities to get better. Or we can help prepare your song if you have an idea, a notion, a title. We can do your own private song title challenge if you want. If you want to get ready for a co-write, if you have a meeting coming up and you want to get your stuff locked down where it's the best it can be, I'm happy to help you do that as well. You can see my calendar, get all the details, and actually book a session at songwritingpro.com slash coaching. That is songwritingpro.com slash coaching. Now, if you're still not sure if a coaching session with me is the right thing for you, let's listen to what this climber had to say about their session. Having been around musicians and songwriters a lot of my life, I always wondered why some made it and others didn't, and it never really made sense like there was a glass ceiling or magic formula, or you had to live in Nashville to even have a shot. But after coaching with Brent Baxter, I've come to understand that it's just like anything else in life worth having. It takes an education, knowing people, practice, 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 and then more education and relationships. I didn't really have a clue how much knowledge and intention that it took until I was in the room with him, a man that made his living and fed his family with the knowledge that he has. There's a lot of naturally talented songwriters out there, but at some point, even the greats have to learn new skills and new ropes to stay relevant. I've had so many roadblocks and awe moments released from Brent that I've lost count. His simple observations have solved many of my complex problems, and he's made suggestions that have changed my entire direction on certain songs and pulled me up higher. Sometimes I cringe at the money I've spent on demos. If I had half the money I had spent on demos and put it toward my education, I'd have a lot less worthless demos. He's explained things to me in five minutes that really could have made all the difference that entire time. Welcome to another song title challenge where the question is, songwriters, how would you write this one? We want you to participate. I'm going to spring a live title here on the podcast to Brent. He has no idea what's coming at him. And we take 15 minutes to come up with four or five different concepts for how we would write the lyrics for the direction that we would go with the lyrics before we put pen to paper with the actual lyrics. The whole idea is a fun, creative exercise to mimic what the beginnings of a, a music row professional write would sound like, look like, feel like, etc. The titles we get come in from the climbers, from our podcast listeners. If you have one that you'd like to submit, please send it to info at daredevilproduction.com. Production is singular. There is no S. Once again, info at daredevilproduction.com. And please put song title challenge in the subject line so it gets into the right folder. And then we peruse through them and I just kind of pick whatever 
blows my skirt up on that particular day <laughs> and spring it on Brent. Again, a completely creative exercise. It's not a co-write. You can use whatever we put out there. You cannot use whatever we put out mm-hmm. there. The only thing we're asking is that you give us an invite to the number one party yes, when sir. that happens. And of course, if you'd rather do this privately at the, at the end of this episode, Brent's going to tell you how you can get in contact with him and, and maybe even work on the song, the actual lyrics beyond the concept of it. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to add to that, brother? No, I think you pretty much got it locked down. This is to help you just encourage you to dig deeper into your title and, and see what else might be there. Just Because the worst thing you can do is, I mean, it's not great if you, you write your song, then a month later you figure up a wholly different concept with it. But you've already written it with somebody and it's kind of locked in the way it is. And that's frustrating. So I don't want you to be there. I want you to come in to your co-write or just when you're done with your song, know that you've written the best possible angle that you can get and, right now. And two things I want to add. So one is if you're listening to this podcast and you picked it up from a Facebook post or an Instagram post and you, something pops into your head and you would have written, you had a different concept than what we put down there. Please, by all means, make a comment, say, Hey, what if we tried it this way or that way? Because I think that just adds to the cool factor of what we're trying to do and the creative intent behind it to spur creativity. And the second thing is, I know it's tough to do. It's easier said than done. But I think when you, if you've got a song that you've already written the lyrics to and you throw this title in, what a great way to maybe learn to disassociate from Mm -hmm. the lyric and just try something different. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? You don't like it? (laughs) Exactly. You still have the original version. version. Yeah. Right. Nothing to lose. You're not bastardizing it. You're not somehow sullying the words or mm-hmm. I mean there's so many rewrites that have happened over the years to some of the greatest songs that but we never see those rewrites we only see the end part right. that's right yeah and, and I know some people have a hard time when they get an idea they get a concept something stuck in their head and they just have a really hard time coming off that one and coming on something new so this could be something where you're like okay let us do that work for you and then sometimes it may just confirm that you like your original version best and that's awesome good job it'll take away the doubt because if you had any yeah. doubt at all. Now you're like, you know what? I've really put extra time in and mm-hmm. done some extra work and I still keep coming back to this. So I feel like this is the best way yep. so, to write yeah. that title. Right. Okay. So are you ready? Never, but let's do it. <laughs> all right. So this is from our good friend and someone who's been a climber for quite some time, Tracy Lip, hey, who Tracy. is a high up music professional in Finland. And oh. I mean, he used to work for Warner Brothers, I think. Oh God, don't quote me on that. It, it, one of the major labels that he used to work for. And, and now he's doing artist development in Finland. He's got this great, great artist that he's working with named Ipa, this girl who's just absolutely fantastic. I'm in contact with him a lot, actually. I really like Tracy. He's a good guy. Cool. Tracy, thanks for sending this title in. I always want to say thank you before I hear the title because I might be mad at you after I hear it, but thank you. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> All right. Get that out so, of the way. Okay. The song title is Cold Shoulder to Cry On. Cold Shoulder, okay, to cry on. All right, so I'm a country hammer, so everything kind of looks like a country nail to me to start off, meaning that's most of what I write. It's what I've written most throughout my career and and when it was a hobby and everything. So that's just kind of how I look at the world is country music. That's my main genre. But we'll take a look at maybe some other genres as well. So Cold Shoulder to Cry On, that's interesting. So that's kind of cramming a couple cliches or phrases together to make something new out of it which is cool kind of it's like taco bell songwriting in a way you know i I had a buddy one time tell me my buddy tim that like taco bell they only have like their ingredients but they just keep putting them in different shapes (laughs) (laughs) 
Taco Bell songwriting. Yeah. Which really sounds a lot more insulting than I mean it. That I really don't mean it that way, but I just couldn't pass up the analogy. No, I think it's a great way to do it. And I do it when I can. You take two kind of well-known phrases, in this case, cold shoulder and shoulder to cry on. And you put them together and you get something new. So it's more. And what could I that guess, do? By, by the way, like David Bowie did that in, in a different roundabout way a lot where he would write out the lyrics for his song and, and then cut out word by word and mm-hmm. put them on the table in front of him and then just start rearranging stuff. Yeah. Magnet to, to create those collisions of different. Unexpected. You know, yeah. Things. And just obviously yeah. like, what is that? What is that spark? Mm-hmm. in my head so this is a really cool way to kind of approach it i think yeah so i dig it if you're a fan of taco bell then i mean it in all the best ways if you don't like taco bell i didn't mean it at all but i like it and i like writing that way coming up with interesting titles that way because these are kind of you think shoulder to cry on okay, i'll be your shoulder to cry on i'm going to be there to support you to be there for you but cold shoulder is i'm not there or someone isn't there it's the cold shoulder not the warm shoulder you can cry on. It's, yeah so you got kind of two opposing things right so which is interesting there's there's something in there so i like this title so I'll thank you for real, Tracy. You don't want to cry on a cold shoulder because they're not giving you sympathy, right? The, the whole thing about a cold shoulder is they're not giving you sympathy. So cold shoulder to cry on. It could be looking for a cold shoulder to cry on. Cold, mm, you know, mm-hmm. that's, not a, that's not a cold shoulder to cry on. I also think about the road thing. Garth Brooks had a song on one of his early records, so that's been years and years now, called Cold Shoulder. And talking about truck driver or something, but he's on the road and he'll keep hugging that old cold shoulder, meaning the shoulder of the road. Mm. And so you could do something like that where it's not talking about crying on a cold shoulder, but what if you just had a breakup or whatever and it's, it's winter time and you're, and you're driving and you're just looking to pull over and, and break down kind of thing, looking for a cold shoulder to cry on, like looking for a safe place to pull over. Oh, dude, down. that's so good. Yeah. like, And by the way, break down, double entendre. Uh, yeah, yeah. Which, <laughs> you know, I've, I've heard that before in, in a song. And again, hey, this mix and match and, and make something fresh out of, we're all pulling out of the scrapyard, right? There's nothing that's brand new. We're all mixing and matching. Hey, even our words aren't our own. We're all using words that have meanings and stuff from before. So it's a little bit of alchemy and, and chemistry. And he's trying to put them together in, in a different way, you know, you got your Lego blocks. I'm trying to build something new out of them. So that could be a, a cool thing. Yeah, you're playing off the breaking down, looking for a cold shoulder to cry on. Because like that thing where like, you can't pull over. We get this a lot with one of my kids. We're on a car trip, and one of them is always the one that has to pee suddenly and loudly. And like, oh, I got to go. Like, we can't pull over here. We're on the interstate or whatever, looking for a place to pull over. So you can pee out the door. <laughs> so I, I know this I know this pain, but it could be the same kind of thing about, you know, I, I'm really needing to just, like break down emotionally, but I'm looking for a spot to do this where I'm not going to just like get smacked. So it could be that kind of thing too. Look, so looking for a cold shoulder to cry on. It's an interesting title. I like it because you don't know immediately what it's about and where they're going to go. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. 
With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode. Available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. And that's intriguing. It opens a loop that I want to close. So that, mm-hmm. that's one thing. Is there something in there that could be metaphorically connected to keep your friends close and your enemies closer? Yeah, it could be. I know. You I know? about like, crying her shoulder, but she's not really giving you sympathy, cold comfort. And that could be something else you could play off too. Like comfort that's really no comfort at all. Looking for a cold shoulder to cry on. It's like when something bad happens and everybody on the fucking planet on Facebook's like thoughts and prayers. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and did you ever see that? Did you ever see that cartoon? I can't remember who the cartoon was, but it's this guy. It's like tragedy happens and he's looking at this. It looks like a 1960s console with all these different buttons on it, the big buttons. And it's like thoughts and prayers, thoughts and prayers. Thought, every button says thoughts and prayers, except for one that says do something. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I mean, that's a cold shoulder to cry on. I mean, that's, I'm trying to think because it is interesting. Like, if you find the right thing, it would be something really cool. It's like, yeah, it's like crying to people that don't really care, complaining to people that don't really care. And so when you're just complaining out in the world, that's just a cold shoulder to cry on because people don't know you and they don't care. How about an ex? That an ex, to, for sure, yeah. That, that you go back to, right? That old thing that something's gone sideways on the current relationship. And so I was looking for a cold shoulder to cry. And who better than my ex? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Cold shoulder makes you think that she's not receptive, right? You may go crying to her, but she's not really, she's not really having it. Like, well, yeah, because you, you left, you idiot. <laughs> That's yeah. for her. Now you come crying back. Well, wouldn't that be the context of it? Then? Like, here's a cold shoulder to cry on. I told and you I was the best. Kind of yeah, I told you I was the best thing that ever happened to you before. Yeah, you the left. only thing you could rely on. Well, this could be like an I told you so. Yeah. <laughs> so here's a cold shoulder to cry on. Yeah. It could be that like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Say it. Tell me some more how you screwed up. Here's a cold shoulder to cry on. The theme behind it could be on a deeper level could be the concept of instead of a guy or a girl always bouncing around trying to find the next better thing mm-hmm. to focus on an actual relationship and, yeah. and develop something as opposed to keep you're constantly on the search. You're constantly yeah. on the search. You'll constantly be searching. Right. Yeah. And so it could be like the next cold shoulder to cry on. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because right? next I don't worry about my ex because I'm on to the next cold shoulder to cry on. <laughs> cold shoulder uh, to cry on. <laughs> yeah. It's interesting. So I do like the I told you so aspect of it. Yeah. I think the like I'm looking for a cold shoulder to cry on, like driving, looking to break down. That's very emotional. Like the singer can sing that and be vulnerable and very emotional. I think the like most likely a female singer, but the the ex that got left singing. Well, here's a cold shoulder to cry on. It, you know, it's it is definitely more. I told you so. Which your mileage may vary on which artists want to do that. Kind of 
I told you so, rub your face in it. But I do think there's well, some What if they're talking about it from the self-deprecating point of view? In what way? Here's what she said, right? Like it's a male singer, mm-hmm. uh, which is going to give you more at-bats, right? But okay. You're talking about like well, you're the one that screwed up. You're the one that made the mistake. And this yeah. is what she said. So you're not wagging your finger at someone. You know, kind of that's kind of mean. Right. Your, your finger wagged it. And I mean, depending on how you put the words in there, it's like, she's right. Like that yeah. lesson learned is I never worried about my ex because I was on to the next. And, and then yeah. I learned like she was the one or something. Yeah. It's like she gave me a cold shoulder to cry on. So you never know. Like, did they get back together or not? Like at the end of the song, you're not sure. <laughs> yeah. Maybe she says something in the bridge that just gives you just a hint of a hint of hope. Like the movie Family Man. Did you ever see that movie Family Man? Nick Cage? Yeah. Nick Cage. Though, and Brett Ratner directed it. And Leone, uh, I think, but I haven't. Yes, seen yes, yes. And so he he's able to for Christmas, he gets to go back to his. He's like this big Ferrari driving big time Manhattan mm-hmm. stock guy or whatever. And but he blew off the love of his life in college. And so mm-hmm. he wakes up and all of a sudden he's married to her. He's got kids. And, and so there's the whole stress of that type of movie. But at the end, he realizes that it's her and, and that he's got to change, right? And that he mm-hmm. that the substance that is in the relationship is far better than the money and the accomplishment of what he currently has. And he she's getting ready to fly to London to mm-hmm. take this new job and, and be out of his life forever. And he just begs her to miss the flight and have coffee. Mm-hmm. But that's the end of the movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you don't know. You don't know if it's going to work out or not. What happens. Yeah. And yeah. so it's, you know, lyrically it could be something like that. There's like a little light that she, maybe she's going to come back around. Cause mm-hmm. like they're meant to be together. Like you could put that right. in the chorus, kind of describe that. But right now, and then you're juxtaposing that with a cold shoulder today. She's a cold shoulder to cry. On. Yeah. Tomorrow she might be the mother of my children. I don't know. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. And I also think you make those choices and whiskey is a cold shoulder to cry on. Money is a cold shoulder to cry on. Ooh, like these things. Yeah. Like yeah, it yeah. didn't care about you. It's a cold shoulder. It doesn't care about you, but you can go crying to it. Like kind of the Nick Cates, you give up the, the girl in the relationship to move to the town and you got, and you're making money, but that's, that's just a cold shoulder to cry on. Ew. No, or we broke up, whatever, and now I'm I'm drinking a, a beer or whatever. That's just a cold shoulder to cry on. It's got a good head on it, but it's a cold shoulder to cry on. <laughs> uh, don't do that. I wouldn't recommend that. But uh, <laughs> something like that. So that could open it up some too. Like, yeah, and that's what you got now, and it doesn't care about you. But it's all you got to cry on. Or you're crying to people that, that guy that's at the bar that pouring out his troubles to people who don't care. Like, I, I don't, I just happened to pick the wrong stool, sir. Let me. Maybe it's from the perspective of a bartender. And it's like mm-hmm. uh, that kind of lyrics that sort of talk about society where we're at right now. The bartender, like people come in and they want to talk to me. Mm-hmm. But in the end of the day, I'm really just a cold shoulder to cry on. Yeah. Because they don't really know me. But and right. then you could talk about different little scenarios that people that are very common that people want to, you know, bad relationship, mm-hmm. job situation going sideways, whatever. That would be interesting. That would be. And yeah, if you run across this on a blog post, Facebook, somewhere, Instagram, I'd love to hear your thoughts because I know there's more in here too. We're not definitely not getting everything. So I'd love to hear what y'all might have to add to it. What other angles? Because I know there are more because it's so kind of open, but it's also interesting and not, it's not obvious where yeah. to go with it. Yeah. Tracy, cool. it's cool. So if like, somebody wants to work with you on it directly, if Tracy wants to give you a call, like what, what happens? I do song feedback. I do one-on-one coaching, consultations, that sort of thing. 
You can get all the details at songwritingpro.com slash coaching, songwritingpro.com slash coaching. But yeah, we meet over FaceTime, Skype, Zoom, phone, and I do some in person in Southwest Missouri and also in, in Nashville from time to time. And so you can get in the room with me or get online with me. And basically, I'm an open book and I'm there to help you. So anything you need to ask about the art to craft the business of songwriting, I'm there to help you with that. If you have ideas that you're not sure what to do with, we can definitely dive in because as you just listened for about the past 20 minutes, it's fun. I like doing it. Or if you have songs that you already have finished and you just want to get a second set of eyes on it to help it level up, I'm happy to do that as well. So that's songwritingpro.com slash coaching. So yeah, that's the deal. You can get all the details, check my calendar, book your own appointment at songwritingpro.com slash coaching. Be happy to meet with you. Perfect. All right. There it is, guys. That's end of another killer song title challenge episode. Once again, if you'd like to submit your titles, you can submit as many as you want. Send them into info at daredevilproduction.com. Production is singular. There is no S. Info at daredevilproduction.com. Put song title challenge in the subject line and we'll get back to you. In, well, we won't get back to you. We're just going to pick it. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Uh, if we get back to you, it'll be on the air. Yeah, that's right. It'll be on the air and, and we'll dive into it. Maybe give you some different perspectives on this thing. This podcast exists because we want you to win. So keep on climbing. And we'll see you at the top. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.